Live from Lower BCC, we're back with Evening Sports, episode four or five, something like that. Uh, we're back again for another episode. You're listening to WVOF 88.5 FM, Fairfield University Radio. Uh, we got Drew in the studio tonight, first time. How are we feeling being being live for the first time? It's great to be back in the studio. I'm excited. It's great to have you here. Sulo checking in from his townhouse. Let's get a little what up from Sulo. Hello. All right. <laughs> Talking pretty low. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll raise his volume. I got it. Is this better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's better. That's better. Still figuring out this uh, COVID little radio situation, but we're... We're doing good. We're happy to still be here. So we're going to start tonight's show talking MLB, as requested by Sulo. So we're in the midst of the playoffs, right? First round complete. Uh, uh, last time we were here, I think it was still first round, right? I'm not even sure if the first round started. Um, like, you know, it just started. The Yankees yeah, were was the night starting of. game one. Okay, so, yeah, so it just, just started. Um, so I guess we'll run through the first round real quick. Talk about our picks on that. Um, I our picks. I our picks. We'll do our picks for second round after. Well, so, we, who wrote down the picks for, for I the, first, had the round. first round? I had the first round. You had the first round picks. Yeah, I had the first round picks. All right. So, okay. So starting Tampa Bay Blue Jays. I want to assume everyone picked Tampa we Bay. All did raise. Yeah, yeah, I think that was a unanimous. Two uh, O series. Um, really? Any? I don't know. Any comments from you guys? <laughs> Very forgettable. I think I watched maybe a couple innings. I mean, both games, I think the Rays went up big pretty early in both games. They did Grand Slam in one of them, I know. So, I mean, it was kind of ho-hum for them. Yeah, not much of a surprise um, on our end. Then we had uh, your Yankees beating Cleveland. Another unanimous pick from Yeah, another unanimous from us. But as Yankee fans, I want to see what you guys kind of thought of that series. Uh, I thought it was a little concerning. I mean... Run-wise, just being able to, I mean, they were able to outscore them, and that was really the only reason we were able to win in two, just because the bats were hot and they're, they've been hot so far in this series too. I mean, I think the pitching is very underrated, I think, so far. I think they obviously not got a bad first start, but also very poor conditions. I mean, most of his runs came in that first inning where it was a basically a monsoon going on. So you can't really front fault him there. And he actually bared down and kind of kept him in that game the offense kind of work. Uh, I think he held him to two hits over the next four innings, I think. He ended up going five still. So, I mean, even though the the peripherals look bad, like four and runs in five innings isn't great, but I think Tanaka pitched much better than people gave him credit for. I really enjoyed that game, too, that went, like, really late into the night. Yeah. I feel like if the Yankees go on to win the World Series, that might be, like, looked back as, like, a classic game, even though it wasn't, like, it wasn't, like, huge, like, necessarily. Well, it was just, like, so back and forth and yeah, everyone was yeah. topping each other. I think that's one you'll, like, look back on if they do go on to win the World Series. Uh, Houston, we got Houston. They beat the Twins, right? Now Twins, what, 0-17, something like that in the past? I think 18 straight. 18 straight losses in the postseason for the Twins. Houston, a team that finished below 500, right? People saying uh, that maybe they need to cheat to win. Kind of proving themselves a little bit. Um, so, any real takeaways from this series? Because this was uh, one of the, I guess, few upsets we had in this first round. I, I think that the Astros kind of are showing their true colors in terms of like playoff success. I think those guys all have hit well in the playoffs, regardless of trash can or not. 
the guys all are clutching the playoffs. Correa, Spring, as me and Drew know as Yankee fans, they Altuve even those guys hitting the playoffs no matter what stadium they're in, what help they have. I mean, look at Correa. He has what four home runs already this postseason. Bragman had a big shot yesterday. Had a big Springer's hot, big been doing well. Bring another one today too. I mean, they're all hitting well. Brantley's having a good uh, postseason. It's it's making me nervous as a Yankee fan because this is the team that. They're starting to become the team that has beaten them three times in four years. The only the one, the only one that, and, and he did. Uh, he's been getting criticism, and he, I think Altuve, I think he went he hitless hit. in the first round. Though. No, but he did have. A, I think he had at least one. Or, I know he had a hit today. I think he had a hit today. I know he had a hit last game. Yeah, but yesterday I mean, he did. First round, though, uh, I think he went hitless. But I mean, even he's coming around a little bit. And also, their lineup is so good. Like people forget, their lineup is so good. They don't really need him to be the center of it like he if he just does his job and gets the line moving that's more than enough especially um what we had next we had oakland and we had the white Sox. oakland this is a white Sox took game one oakland came back and won the next two uh you know we're pulling we're pulling for oakland a little bit i think on the show right we have tommy Lastella on there he had that great catch in the first Mm -hmm. game in the first series yeah um He's been hitting well, but uh, overall, like any other takeaways from this series? I mean, White Sox lost with a superiorly talented 1-0 lead. It was kind of disappointing. They were kind of hyping themselves up all years, like this, like new, fun team, young, talented, and they kind of laid an egg in the last two games. I mean, they had they had a uh, Giolito come in. I mean, he's the real deal to a no hitter into the seventh. But I mean. Keuchel kind of laid down, kind of gave up game two, and then game three was kind of all around just a bad game. They kind of blew an early lead. So, I mean, their 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 time will come. I think next year they're going to be unstoppable. I think they'll win the division again, or win win division for the first time. They didn't win it this year, but. So then, uh, moving on to the NL side of things, we had the number one seed Los Angeles Dodgers defeat Milwaukee two zero. Uh, another one, I think, picks wise. Actually, we didn't even mention picks wise. How did the picks go on the rest of the AL side? I think we only talked oh, wait, about the okay, first. Sorry, yeah. So Drew had Rays, Yankees, Astros, White Sox. I had Rays, Yankees, Twins, White Sox, and you had Rays, Yankees, Astros, A's. So you had one four four. Wow. I went four. Drew went three for four. All right, not not bad. So then, then uh, on the wet. Uh, so so on the NL side, why don't you just read off our picks first, and then we'll get into it. Yeah. So. I had a tough. I had a tough first round. Kyle, you were a Cubs upset away from, or a, yeah, Cubs upset away from a perfect first round. Wow. Uh, so we all had Dodgers. We all had Padres. We all had Cubs, and then you guys both took Braves, and I took the Reds. So I mean, we were pretty unanimous in terms of what we believed to happen. But obviously, the first round was kind of crazy in the NL. Except my uh, my Cardinals to win Game One and Padres to win the series came true. Yeah, you would have. Yeah. Your time. Your time teller. Or a time yeah. trap. That's you, only if you could uh, tell the lottery numbers, right? <laughs> <laughs> Any, anyway, um, the Dodgers, right? The Dodgers won. Not really a big upset from anyone. Um, I mean, Padres, not, really, not really a big surprise from anyone. Padres looked pretty down and out that first game. I would, I would imagine they. Uh, that was kind of a surprise to some people, especially game three. Uh, game was a game two started four nothing Cardinals. So I mean, that was a little bit of an upset. They're good. The they they definitely showed they're a good hitting team though, and exciting. Um, 
So I'm excited to watch them. They're definitely like a team for the future, though, too. Oh, big time. I mean, they could easily beat the Dodgers. I wouldn't be surprised if they win game one tonight. Clevenger on the mound. I know he's not going to be full health, but that lineup with Clement, with a pitcher like that in the mound and their bullpen, they're pretty, pretty well, tough. Who do the beat. Dodgers have going? Are they have Kershaw or Bueller? Bueller. I like Bueller tonight. But I don't know. Bueller's not been the same self. I could see I could see him pulling it out. Um, but continuing first round, we had uh, Cubs Marlins. That was the one Vegas that the, was the, like uh, weekends, probably over the, the week, I guess. Yeah, and that that was the one that none of us had here. Um, I don't think anyone had that. <laughs> yeah, and <clears throat> you, I mean, you did mention though that the the Marlins never lost a playoff series, which remains true. Yeah, I true. mean, it's still going. They <laughs> lost today. They kind of demoralizing lost today, up four one and you know eight straight. But uh, I mean, they're. They're playing above expectations. They kind of truly believe it. It seems like Don Mattingly's doing a good job. Now the Cubs, you like, you think this is the last time we'll see that full Cubs team because a lot of them have expiring contracts. They might be looking to move some of them. Do you think that's that last time we see that team with you know like all like Baez, Bryant, like um, Rizzo, Schwarber, like guys like that? One of those guys might be moved. Do you think yeah. this off season? I think I don't know if I mentioned it to you or Drew or one of my someone else, but uh. I was saying, like, in terms of, like, picking the Cubs, like, everyone kind of looks at the Cubs lineup and sees Javi Baez, Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryan, Kyle Schwarber, all these big names from 2016. But they have not really hit, like, their – hit what their uh, – believe like, what their – I guess their usual numbers since, like – Probably since that World Series. I mean, they've underperformed every year since then. Yeah, I think I think there was a stat on um, – yeah, there was. Like, you saw that stat, right? It Ryan, showed Rizzo, their batting average since the World Series, and it was like, like one eleven. It was low. Like yeah, their combined batting average since the World Series was like low. And a Baez, well, Brian, I think is a free agent soon, and has been having injury problems. Baez has just been lost the play this whole year, and I mean, Schwarber and Rizzo are just so hot and cold, and they're Schwarber especially since his defense is so poor in the outfield, it's kind of difficult to even like warn him in the lineup sometimes. It's tough. I mean, they would be if the UFC was smart. He would he would start uh, selling off pieces while he can. Um. So then, next we got uh Braves Reds. This was uh I thought this was a good series, even though it was two zero. That first game, while it was a boring game, it was a oh. heavy extra inning game, pitching duel, uh, long game. I like the first nine innings, not the last five of just... I thought it was a good game, though, because, like, there were a lot of situations where they, teams yeah. had opportunities to score. Like, there was a lot of big moments in that game, even though there was, what, like, a couple runs, one run or something. Yeah, I also... I, I just like the starting pitching. Do I mean, I think it was, what, the free game one was... Bauer, free, was it? Free, Bauer, yeah. yeah. And it was a pitching pitcher's duel that I've... I was actually, like, locked into every pitcher's hitter because they were just so dominant. I mean, it was, like watching like art I, like Bauer was what he had 11 strikeouts seven innings and two hits like, he yeah and they, he just didn't get the support the run support yeah. he needed and even um, free really good start. yeah but so so moving on right so I guess we'll pick our ALDS winners um and then I guess that shouldn't really be over before our next show right so we'll just do AS, ALDS this time right what like, the ALDS won't – I mean, the ALCS, like, we're just going to pick this round, right, pretty much? Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's start with the heavy one, heavy on you guys, and just probably one of the best series all around in this 
uh, second round, Tampa Bay versus the Yankees. Uh, it's already 1-0, so we have the luxury of knowing three out of the four uh, first game finishes already. Uh, starts 1-0. Uh, I guess I'll go first. Uh, I'm going to pick the Yankees. And, Sulo, if you want to uh, write write down our picks. Oh, yeah, I will. Cool. I'm going to pick the Yankees. Uh, I think that I, – I said this before the playoffs started. I thought that once the playoffs came around, they're going to just turn on a different level hitting-wise. And uh, we've kind of seen it so far. Uh, 1-0 lead, uh, regardless of if they win or lose tonight, uh, I think that they have the edge hitting, and I think that they'll just be dominant overall this series. So I think that – um, not like a sweep necessarily, but I could see Yankees in like uh, four, I guess. Yeah, I'm going to take the Yankees too. <clears throat> they, uh, I mean, they obviously got to stay hot against the Rays just because they've struggled against them so much this year. And I'm really excited to see how uh, Debbie Garcia does tonight in his, in his debut. What do you got? How many games you got it going? Uh, four. I, I'm always going to pick the Yankees, but I mean, it's been what, three three games of this kind of hitting and usually I, I mean in terms of how they played this year in terms of consistency and inconsistency they usually kind of do their stuff in like four game spurts and stuff so I think Tanaka I think Debbie will probably lose him tonight Tanaka will win tomorrow I'll take him in five I think they go five I think the series their teams are way too close in terms of familiarity and skill to, for it to go four so that so we had our picks here we got a Yankee sweep going right now uh, second, we'll go the other uh, ALDS series. Kind of tough. Yeah, Houston versus the A's. Um, we're gonna. I mean, I think we're all gonna roll with Houston, knowing that they're up 2-0. But again, I, I like Houston. I think that a Houston versus Yankees ALCS will be a lot of fun. Three times in four years. And I, I not even just like team versus team. It's gonna be very good. But then obviously, like the added in thing that like the A's just got. I mean that. Astros just got caught cheating. And it was I just think like, like it was the Yankees too. They are going to be the Yankees are going to be out for blood, and the Astros are going to be out to like prove everyone wrong that they can still win without cheating or whatever. I think it's going to be a great series, and uh, I think it would be hilarious to see the Astros beat the Yankees <laughs> again. <laughs> that would be brutal. But just for I guess just for ALDS terms, yeah, I'm going to take the Astros over the A's. I think it's interesting to see like. Astros, I feel like if the Astros end up playing like the White Sox in the uh, in the CS or even the Rays, I feel like it wouldn't be as as like personal. I think with the Yankees, like since they've played each other so many times, and since it seems like the Yankees were personally ripped off by that cheating scandal, I think it's a lot more to play for, and I think it's making it, it would be a lot more entertaining. This is going to be the only time in like. A long time in like MLB just fandoms that like everyone's gonna be rooting for the Yankees if they play the Astros. <laughs> I wouldn't be That's so true. sure. Yeah. I, I really wouldn't be so sure. I mean, there's like so many just Twitter pages. So, dedicated everyone to, is against the yeah, Astros, yeah, dude, like, dude. Except me. Know. And, and like Boston like, fans obviously will be rooting for the Astros. Like Mets fans will probably be rooting for the Astros. But like the entire MLB oh, yeah, hates the Astros, so. Well, you know, like Dodgers and like like those te- other teams that were like directly. Influenced by those like those years, like well, Dodgers. I'm sure the Dodgers would love a shot at them in the World Series too. That's though. true, but they would also yeah. wouldn't mind them like losing. I think Dodgers I think they'd rather play them though than the Yankees in the World Series. Well, in terms of, like winning, yes, but I feel like they, the Yankees and Dodgers fans kind of have that mutual respect that they were both kind of screwed over 
Yeah, the, they both feel like they could have one or multiple rings. Yeah. If not for the Astros, so. Um, but we'll move on to keeping it on the NL on the DS side. So we'll go NLDS. Uh, we got Dodgers versus Padres. This is the one that we don't know the outcome of at all of any games yet. Uh, I'm gonna roll with the Dodgers here. That's probably my team to like win the World Series. Honestly, uh, it's not really like an upset or a shock to pick them. They're a one seed. They uh, they've just been so good for so many years, but so close and but like fall short every time. Uh, and I just think it's their year to do it. I kind of like root for them too. Uh, I like them. I like the. I like Walker Bueller, Kershaw. Like um, they have a good group of guys, and I, I'm rooting for them. So I'm gonna pick them as well. San Diego. I think they're a good team, but I don't think it's their time yet. We will be talking about them for like years to come, though. Yeah, I got. I got. Yeah, I got Dodgers in four. I think Padres are one starting pitcher away. I think. I don't think you can have a rotation led by Paddock and an injured Clevenger and beat a Dodgers team like this in a best of five, especially with how good the Dodgers bullpen and pitching pitching staff is and that brutal lineup. But beat watch out if the Padres sign like a Bauer this offseason or trade for a guy at deadline next year. Watch out for them because I think that's the last piece of their puzzle is the starting rotation, like that front line starter. I'm right there with you, Kyle. I uh, I think the Dodgers have the best chance to win to win right now and if it's not the Yankees I'd re- I'd like it to be the Dodgers. I agree with that. I, I think a, I think a, a Yankees Dodgers World Series would be ideal cuz yeah. I wouldn't even mind losing to the Dodgers I would be upset obviously but I would also be happy for guys like Kershaw, like those kind of guys like Justin Turner. The guys that kind of have never won, even like Bellinger. So uh yeah, so moving on to the last series we got here, um we got Atlanta versus Miami. Uh 1-0 lead already for Atlanta. Uh, I was gonna pick them anyway. I think I I think I said on the last show that that's a, that I saw them getting through uh, to the CS from that whole side, um, and I still feel that way. They uh, they're just a better team than Miami. Um, you've seen it all year, just them being in the same conference and everything. So uh, yeah, I'm rolling my I'm rolling with Atlanta. I, I guess I'll take them in four. I can see Miami grabbing a game, and I'll also take the Dodgers in four. I didn't say um, my game prediction from them but yeah i'll roll with atlanta in four i'm gonna go marlins i think i gotta keep riding them i said last time i said they've never lost a playoff series and they were huge underdogs against the cubs too and i mean they lost today but they showed they could hang i mean they didn't have a great their bullpen kind of blew it for them but they were up four or four one i think in the fourth inning so it's not like they're outmatched completely they're outclassed completely they're still throwing body blows so yeah, I'll do. I'll go Marlins in five. I'm gonna go uh, Braves in four. Did you do the same thing? Kyle? Yeah. Yeah, I think the I think they're just hot right now, and I'd like to I like to see them stay hot. So that's kind of our little wrap up for this week uh, for MLB playoffs. We're not gonna go deeper into the into our predictions. We're gonna save that for next week's show and down the oh, road. Heavy. What? Stevy time tonight. Stevy time tonight. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've still never seen him pitch. I, I, Drew was telling me he's Pedro Martinez, so. Um, a little too much, a little much, but he is oh my. good. So I'm he has good stuff. I'm interested to see uh, what he's like, but. I don't think he goes more than three tonight, but I think he goes three or four and keeps it close. I think the Rays will win tonight, even though I picked the Yankee. I think the Rays, their one game that they'll win will be tonight. But we'll Better see. Be if they go in a the game, they can't go in an elimination game against Tanaka. They can't. 
Yeah, so I, I agree. So we'll see how that goes. Um, that's on at 8 p.m. tonight if you're listening live. Uh, so but we're going to move on now uh, to NFL, as we do every week. We're going to run through. Um, as well. How'd the picks look last week? Um, wait. Uh, this was. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, they were okay. Okay. <laughs> there were some upsets though, so I know. Yeah. Um, they probably were amazing. Texans. We all took Texans. They lost. That was kind of an upset. Steelers didn't play. Um, Cowboys lost. Cardinals lost. That was a big upset. Bears lost. Didn't a couple of us call the uh, Joe Burrow's first win? Yeah, we all. I think all of us took Burrow. Burrow. Oh no. Uh, yeah, we all took Burrow. Actually, I, uh, except you, Drew. Really, I find that <laughs> hard to believe. I think especially you're the one that just asked. Yeah, that. I think I, I think I definitely picked the Bengals. All I'm saying, we all you took the Jets, the Saints, the Bucks, the Jags. I took the Jets. Yeah, you picked the Jets. <laughs> so not the best picks last week, but we're gonna uh, we're, we'll run through the games also, real quick. And then also, we'll make we can't our really picks. take into account like Drew took the Pats, and like granted, like you couldn't account game. the Corona thing. Yeah, yeah. So that really can't really count towards that one's counted out. Yeah. So we'll start with Thursday night. Uh, so Broncos played the Jets. That was a not a great game. It was we we knew it wasn't going to be, but. The Jets had their chances. They had uh they had I mean, the they ball had at the six, end. They could have won. They had six it. in the fourth quarter. They 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 were gifted a chance to win that well, game. Well, they had that last possession too. They could have they needed well, yeah, they took what, the lead. a field they, goal. They were down. They, take the lead. they took the lead. They took a one point lead with that field goal. It was I think it was what, fourth and one? Well yeah, well I meant even later in the game. I think they had uh they weren't they down two and they had the ball. That's what I'm saying, or, yeah. yeah. With like four minutes left. They were down two yeah. and one like the twenty and they hit the field goal instead of going for it. No. No, didn't they? Uh, they turned the ball over on four on four downs. Oh, did they? And I remember Melvin ran it for a touchdown on the very next play. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was yeah, after that was the after uh, Broncos game. took the lead back. Yeah, they. Yeah, took, yeah. They, but the Jets had a chance goal. to go down and win it on that. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. yeah that's right, you're right. Broncos took the lead. The Jets turned it over. Broncos scored again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jets defense. They had a few picks, right? They. I mean, yeah, they had a, kept that, that guy. He Rippian. I mean, Rippian played okay. He probably. He got picked off, what, three times? Yeah. Which, I mean, it's pretty good turnover. But uh, he also did kind of dice him up a couple times. I think he had, what, like 300 passing yards in his first career game as yeah. an undrafted quarterback. The problem with the Jets, too, is this: they're so unwatchable. Like, someone was saying this the other day when we were watching it. There's just, like, no, like, household names on the Jets. There's, like, very few. Like, and and you look it's at like some the of guys. the guys on the Jets, and you, you see the name on their back of their jersey, and you just have no idea like who that is at all. That's Kyle. That's the that's the Giants too. It's just <laughs> like, New, it, that's it, New York it, football. Yeah, honestly, it's it's funny to make fun of the Jets, but I mean the Giants are the same way. I mean, I tell Drew every week, I'm like, who is that that just made that play? Who is it that? Like, what what is Devonte Freeman doing running the ball for the Giants? Like since when? <laughs> like you like, watch you watch like all these like college these like good college football teams, and you just and like you know all these players, you just wonder how like. Then, like, a None team like the Jets could just have, like, nobody that you knew at all. It's just, like, it, I don't know. It's just funny. It's not. It's actually not that funny. It's kind of sad. <laughs> like, me and Drew were trying to figure out who the receivers were on the Giants, like, who they could put in. And we were, like, we couldn't name. I don't think we could name one. That's yeah. of, like, the main, like, Tate and uh, Slayton. I was, like, I was, like, bored, maybe. Yeah, know. it was, like, was, bored like, or like, bored. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> Um, so then we had the Buccaneers. They they rolled on with another win over the Chargers. They won thirty eight thirty one. Something that stuck out to me though is 
Justin Herbert didn't play. He played pretty he had well. A great game. Yeah, and, and that was without Eckler. Eckler got hurt in the first quarter. He had no run game that most of that game, and he, I think he had an eighty-five yard touchdown pass to take the lead at one point. Yeah, he's really starting to prove himself as like a legit guy that could, they can move forward with their franchise with. And one thing I would like to point out, like I, Drew, I think can attest this. Giants fans like to talk about Dan Jones, like give him more time. Does have his weapons? Does have his like full slate of weapons? Like all these guys. And Justin Herbert last week against that Buccaneers team, 12-35, that 85-yard touchdown was to an undrafted free agent. So, yeah, you don't yeah. – I mean, if you're good enough as a quarterback, even as a, a young one, you get the job done. You'll get – you can make plays. Like, I, I, you can't blame receivers and this stuff as much – like, that much as, like, Giants fans do with Daniel Jones, I feel like. I think Herbert's an example of that. I agree with that. And uh, we noted that Joe Burrow got his first win. Uh, we also note that Vikings beat the Texans and – Thus, ending Bill O'Brien's time as a Texans head coach. Finally, right? ten games too late. And uh, they're what are they own four now? Own four and don't have either their first or second round picks this year. And that was a team that was like go to the Dolphins. That was a team that was in the mix last year. And yeah, Kyle, your boy, boy's gonna have two picks in the top ten this year, probably. Who? Oh, the Dolphins. 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 They have they have the Broncos or the Texans first and second round picks this year. Oh wow. The Laramie Tunsil trade that like that really worked <laughs> out well too because like Big time. I mean because they were a good team last year like you wouldn't even have thought that they would you probably would never pick them to start zero and four. I mean they trade away DeAndre Hopkins they got the big blow to their offense which I that is like that game. is a big blow but I think still like you wouldn't project them to start zero and four. I think yeah because I mean they would grab especially one. this year like, JJ Watt's been fully healthy this year. I mean a lot of years JJ Watt gets hurt and you're like okay I could see how their defense kind of lost their heart and soul they kind of fall apart after that. Watt's been healthy all year and playing well, so I don't really know what, what's going on. I mean, they did play some good teams earlier in the year. Like they went like Chiefs, I think they went Chiefs, uh, Ravens, Steelers. But like losing the Vikings at home, zero and three Vikings at home is not a good look. Yeah. I think that's what pushed the button. I think they, if they won this week, he would have had a lot more leeway. Um, right. But yeah, and, uh, and then we had uh, Seahawks continuing their dominance. They beat the Dolphins. They won 31-23 again. Again, the Dolphins did not play that bad. Like I'm not that upset with a loss like that. I would have expected them to lose by more. Their biggest problem is they couldn't finish. uh, Yeah, they had five field goals, I think. Yeah, they had a ton of field goals. They couldn't get that touchdown like in the red zone. They just couldn't finish. So that was their biggest problem ultimately. A pick sealed it at the end for the Seahawks. But this that's like the most ideal. I think that's the most ideal game for the Dolphins because I don't think. I think as a fan, you should hope for them to get another top 10 pick. Like, I just don't want to see them lose. But you would want them to get another top 10 pick, like, add another cornerstone guy. But uh, lose close to good teams. Like, that yeah. will show that. Yeah, it was like, it's encouraging to, to keep, keep in that yeah. game. It's it's a very watchable game, too. When you like They're in the game, and then they just wind up losing. And that's how it's been, like, every week for them, except for their one win. So, like... You're still you're still engaged in the game, and then they lose by a touchdown to the Seahawks. You don't really walk away sad, you know. What I mean, you kind of it is encouraging, like Drew said. And so. they like they outclass a team of their caliber too, so it shows like they're not on that bottom tier of like Jaguars, Giants, Jets, like that kind of bottom tier. But they're not there yet. Yeah, they're just very very average right now. But again, like you said, hopefully the picks come, um, and then with that, hopefully then you, they start improving to. A bit like a top more tier team, it'll take a while. It's not going to just happen next year, but it's still encouraging to see. Uh, and then we had that big upset we were talking about: Browns, Cowboys. Browns played really well. 
Odell played really well. I mean, it's the oh. same thing every week with them, the Cowboys. Well, yeah, Cowboys. Cowboys had their issues, but go down early, come back late. But Odell played really well. The pass, I we gotta talk about the pass from Jarvis Landry. Like, that was a dime from like what he, fifty yards. Yeah. He um, him and Odell are two of the most probably the most impressive athletes in the NFL right now. And then having them on the same field is like Odell. I think I think they ran, Giants were in the same play with Odell a couple years ago. Yeah, the Panthers to Saquon. Yeah. So, I mean, like, having both those guys able to throw like that is, like, dangerous. I was like, just – I was so impressed by that pass. It was, like, a perfect pass. Yeah. And he yards. slung it lefty with a with a glove on. Yeah. Like, it was like, almost more impressive than, like, anything Baker Mayfield's done. You no, know, Jarvis and Odell are freak athletes, and I think that they haven't really – none of their coaches have really taken advantage of that athleticism until Stefanski this year. Yeah, no, yeah, because we also had that uh, yeah, reverse, reverse play with yeah. Odell, what a fifty-yard run, something like that, that like iced the game pretty I mean, much. That's what the Giants used to do with Odell. They would literally have Odell run a slant, let him just run, let him just run as much he's as he so wants. So quick, he's, that, that's it, it. Works. I mean, just put the ball in his hands; he'll do something with it. Um, another yeah. little upset we had: Cardinals lost the Panthers, thirty-one uh, twenty-one. I think did you have the Panthers though? I feel like you picked them. No, we all put. I think we all took cards. I, I mean that that's a demoralizing loss for the Cardinals. I mean, uh, yes, they're on the road, but I mean you're losing to a Panthers team with no McCaffrey, and you're fully healthy. Like that's you can't have that, especially how poorly they played. They lost by I think two touchdowns if I remember correctly. Yeah, and uh, moving on again. Hate to hit you guys with it, but we're gonna talk about the Giants. Giants lost. To the Rams, seventeen to nine. First, uh, Drew watched this game almost. Oh my! Minutes. You should have seen how excited we got for this game. Yeah, we, we I, actually, I, we I had never seen end. Sulo been that into a Giants game <laughs> since I've known him. Wow, is it close down the road? I didn't get to Ooh, watch this yeah. game at all. Tied with uh, like thirty seconds left. Yeah, they, they honestly had two shots to have game-winning drives, but I mean, that's they right. They went, the first it, they went for it on fourth and eleven. The drive before. That's right. No, was, uh, I don't know if I was hearing this right, but is there a stat that the Giants only have two offensive touchdowns all year? Three. Three. Uh, three. <laughs> Through four games. Yeah. They didn't <laughs> score not, touchdown. Not a in good the look. Niners game didn't score touchdown in the uh, uh, this past game, and what did they score one in the Steelers game too? Yeah. And I don't, who they even play weeks? I don't even remember. <laughs> they, all, they, all, they all become the same. What the? Who did they play? The Niners? Or? No, that was week three. <laughs> we we lost. We lost. We, we don't even know. It, it, the games just like, they all see, that's all. All the <laughs> weeks are just like mushed together at this point. Um. Um. Yeah, but overall, that was hard to. By the defense, it's just which, so. It. What were you, whatever Sula was going to say about the defense, I think the defense has really shown up, and they've they've been somewhat encouraging for like a defense with not a lot of big names and a lot of like random guys being thrown together. It's just the offense; they can't finish a drive. They can charge sixty yards down the field, but it's always a red zone turnover, or some turnover on downs. It's some. It's always something. And uh, yeah, I think also a guy on the Drew's point, I think defense. I think finally one thing. What uh, Gettleman finally made some good free agency uh, additions in the uh, defensive side. I mean, we were watching Kyle Fackrell, the low-key signing. He yeah. had a phenomenal game rushing the passer, especially, which I didn't know he had in him. Him and Blake Even Martinez Blake, are my two favorites right now. Blake Martinez also had a couple great tackles, and he was like a bigger signing. I mean, the linebacking core has been one of their biggest weaknesses all the past three or four years. And even um, 
the rookies, I would take Crowder. He had a, almost had a pick. He was Mr. Irrelevant this year, and they, he was getting uh, snaps and playing well during them. So, I mean, I was very encouraged by what, what I saw. Again, it's kind of funny, though, like we just mentioned, because, like, I don't watch Giants games. You guys are Giants fans, so you obviously know. But, like, the two people you just mentioned, like, I don't even know those guys yeah. at all. Like, those are not familiar names at all. And those are, like, stars for the Giants right now. Eagles, 49ers. Eagles won 25-20. Uh, bit of a shocker here, I guess. Eagles haven't started off too well. But with this win, I think they find themselves first in the conference, right? Yeah. So it's uh, <laughs> pretty ridiculous. Uh, so a little bit shocking. Obviously, 49ers, they don't have a lot of their team. They have a lot of injuries. Um, this was a game that went down to the wire. It was, like, very kind of just back, like, very just, like, wasn't the, it was kind of a boring game. Not much going on for a while, but then the Eagles win at the end. Uh, so, are the Eagles like the favorite still for you guys for your conference? Yeah, your conference. It's, I really think it's anybody's conference. They are all so bad that anybody except the Giants could win. I think. Nah. <laughs> maybe I, maybe not the Redskins. It's either the Eagles, Eagles or the Cowboys at this point. I think the Eagles run away with it, or it's just between the Eagles and the Cowboys. I I only usually play Week 17. I can imagine them playing against for the division in Week 17, like they did a couple years ago. And I mean, Eagles kind of. I said I think I said this last week. I think the Eagles they were kind of getting disrespected. I mean, they were kind of counted out against a backup quarterback. I mean, this is a team that's what two years removed from a Super Bowl, three years removed, and they still have a lot of the same guys from that team. I mean, it's not like like they had a lot of injuries this week, obviously, but like their defense, like Brandon Graham, uh, Fletcher Cox. I mean, now they added Darius Slay. Like, they're not as bad as people count them out to be. I think they've had a couple tough games, especially with Wentz. And if Wentz starts playing well, I think their record will start going, start becoming better and better. So and we had the is- Monday, we had the Monday night games, right? So obviously, Patriots, Chiefs, they played because Cam Newton got COVID, so. They had to push the game back. I think the biggest takeaway from this game for me was how the Patriots' defense played pretty well. They had what the they held the Chiefs to six points through almost three quarters. Like, yeah, that was the biggest takeaway for me because had Cam Newton played, I think the Patriots may have won this game. Honestly, it would have so been interesting won. to see how he was able to produce as opposed to Brian Hoyer, <laughs> whatever he was doing. <laughs> uh, yeah, Brian Hoyer was all over the place for a, for such a veteran and a, te- a guy that's been in the system so long. He ran that offense to utter unperfection, the yeah. opposite of perfection. <laughs> you got to feel I, for him in a way. I mean, he had like two days out of nowhere. You're, you're, that's true. Your yeah. starter but gets also, COVID and you're like just in. Yeah, and also, like, but before coming into the season, there was full-on a quarterback battle here. Yeah, that also, is true. I just can't like, understand why they didn't start Stidham, honestly. I mean, obviously, you're in Kansas City against the best quarterback in the league. I think Belichick went with the guy that's been in the system longer. I mean, Hoyer's been there for years. I mean, on and off, obviously, he's been to teams and came back. But, I mean, he's known that system for years. He's been he's worked with McDaniels a lot longer than Stidham has. And he's a much more – he knows how to start – like, he started – he started games before. So, I mean, the I, like the theory is right. But, I mean, I was very surprised that Hoyer played that poorly. I thought he would kind of play, keep him closer than put him, push him further away. For me, I think, like, what I, my thought process would have been is that you're – in like a can't lose situation because everyone expects you to lose to the Chiefs without Cam Newton. I say why not play your second year player who was going to be your starter had you not got Cam Newton. Worst case scenario, he does bad, you lose, and people say, okay, we were going to lose anyway. 
best case scenario, he shows out and it's someone you could, you know, rely on down the road if you really need to. I think also that would I mean, be a better kind of, way. This is kind of more like uh, conspiracy theory, not like conspiracy theory, but like more like big brain like theory thinking. But uh, I mean, maybe in terms of Stidham, Belichick doesn't want to like show him off and show if he does play poorly in like such a poor situation. He doesn't want to like have Stidham play and like throw whatever three interceptions, like a, like a terrible Darnold game, like four interceptions and whatever, and then like tank his value because I mean, right now he's an unknown. I like a team like a, a team needs a quarterback. I could see Belichick flipping Stidham for like a third get value out of him. But if he th- comes in and throws three interceptions against the Chiefs, people are going to be like, why would we want this guy? And he would have no value. That's I mean, look at what he got for Garoppolo. He got, what, a first-round pick for Garoppolo? And yeah. He's, Garoppolo okay. was definitely more proven, but... But, I mean, he's still like not like miles better than what Stidham was. What he, what he was with the Pats is like what Stidham is right now. So... So let's let's move on. Let's do our picks because we got what, 15 minutes left. Definitely want to get to NBA. So let's do our NFL picks real quick around around the horn. Uh, Thursday night, Buccaneers Bears. Uh, this one's in Chicago. Uh, I'm gonna stick with the Buccaneers. The Bears haven't been looking too good recently. Um, Brady just threw what five touchdowns last week, so I'll roll with the Buccaneers. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Buccaneers too. Brady's uh, Brady's looking he's like he's finally like accustomed. Yeah, yeah. Write these down. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm gonna go uh, Buccaneers as well. I think they're gonna keep rolling for the foreseeable future. All right, so we got Sunday. We got the one o'clock games. We got Bills Titans. This one's in Tennessee. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Bills. They they've been proving themselves as a legit contender in the conference. And again, I've been saying this week after week, but the Titans haven't really been impressing me too much. Uh, so far this season, they're still undefeated, but their win margin hasn't been big. So I'm going to go Bills. I'm going to go with the Bills as well. <clears throat> I'm going to go Titans. I think Titans get a full week off recovering from COVID, and I think uh, I think they're underrated. I think they still have the guys they went to the a- AFC Championship game last year, and I think in Tennessee, I give them the, the slight edge. Next game we got Jaguars Texans, a battle of two not so great teams. This one's in uh it's in Texas. Uh so uh this was a tough one for me. I'm gonna go Texans first win of the season. New coach, interim coach. I'll roll Texans. I'm right there with you. I think the Texans are gonna figure it out somewhat against uh, the Jaguars. I think Texans as well. I think when you have a quarterback like Deshaun Watson and a guy JJ Watt on defense, those two guys can carry you against a a not as talented team like the Jags. I think it's tough to do against like the Ravens and the Chiefs, obviously, because those are just complete juggernauts. But I mean, against the Jags, I think a good quarterback and a great D lineman can carry you to a win. I think that's what's gonna happen. Next game, we got uh, Joe Burrow looking to continue his success after his first win, but he's playing the Ravens. <laughs> going to be a tough one for him it's in baltimore i think we're going to all roll with the ravens on this one yep yeah I, I like ravens but don't be surprised if he keeps it close i mean ravens didn't play too well against washington last week i mean they obviously end up winning by what two touchdowns but i mean it wasn't the most it wasn't the cleanest game so be i'd say watch out for joey b clean sweep from us though um continuing on one o'clock game still panthers falcons this one's in atlanta panthers just had a nice win Falcons just lost to Green Bay last night. Um, but I'm going to take the Falcons at home. I'm going to go with the Falcons as well. I think uh, at home, Matt Ryan, 
You saw how yeah. mad he was last night when he yeah. just, he, he doesn't like losing. Pass. I think I think Falcons at home. I think I think Matt Ryan plays better than the dome with the controlled uh, controlled weather. You know, perfect perfect uh, sixty degrees. You know, all that kind of stuff. So <laughs> I think uh, Falcons too. We got Raiders Chiefs. This one's in Kansas City. I, I would not be surprised if this is a good game, but I'm going to take the Chiefs. Obviously, continuing on their undefeated season so far. Yeah, I'm going to go Chiefs as well. I think it's a clean Chiefs, sweep yeah. for all. Clean sweep for us again. Uh, we got Cardinals Jets. This one's at MetLife Stadium. Uh, I think the Cardinals will bounce back from their loss last week. The Jets are just one of the worst teams by far. We'll go Cardinals. Yep, me too. I think. I think this is exactly what the Cardinals need to bounce back after uh, kind of a poor performance past few weeks against the Lions and the uh, Cardinals against the Lions and the Panthers. I think they'll kind of rub. I think they'll they'll shove it down Jets' throat. That's, that's four or five in a row from us right now that we had to sweep with. <laughs> uh, These are kind of like the uh, the blowouts. That, like the Sunday night game, the Monday night game are going to be closer probably. We got Eagles Steelers Sunday at one o'clock. I think this one does have potential to be a good game as well. In Pittsburgh or Pittsburgh? In yeah, Pittsburgh. Yeah, they're so close. I feel like I'm gonna go with the Steelers. Off fans anyway, though. I'm gonna go with the Steelers because I think they're a better team. But if the Eagles, uh, if the Eagles surprise, I wouldn't be super surprised, honestly. Uh, I'm gonna go Eagles. <clears throat> yeah, I, I mean, I told Drew I would not be surprised the Eagles won against the Niners. I said I picked the Niners, but I said I wouldn't be surprised the Eagles won on Sunday, and I don't think I'll be surprised they win uh, this Sunday, and I think I'm going to take them. And we got Rams versus Washington football team. This one's in Washington. Uh, I'm going to go Rams. I know they didn't look great against the Giants, but uh, I think that they are the superior team. I'm going to go Rams as well. I think they're, they'd be able to take care of the the football team uh, a little more handily. Yeah, I think um, they're a team that kind of wants to prove themselves after a tough, like after a poor showing last week against a bad team. So I think they're going to go win and win big. We got Dolphins 49ers at 4.05 p.m. on Sunday. I'm interested to see how my Dolphins do, know, do again. Do you know Garoppolo's playing? Garoppolo, I think he will play, but we like that's not me like knowing. I just is that, is that you checking <laughs> Twitter? Is that you just like? No, yeah. that's just what I think because I thought he was like kind of like day to day last week, wasn't he? I think they're just playing it by ear. I think they set. I don't. What even was it? Was an ankle injury? I forget what the injury actually was that knocked him out. I'm not even sure, but. I mean, you could look at it two ways. They could uh, hold him knowing they're playing the Dolphins, or they could just play him knowing they just lost last week and want to get back on track. It's in San Francisco. I'm going to go 49ers. I'm interested to see how the Dolphins play. I don't think they're going to win, though, but I think they will keep it close. I'm going to take the Dolphins. I think uh, Fitzmagic is going to have a big game. I'm See, I'm basing my prediction that... Uh, that uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. G is playing, so I'll pick the Dolphins. If this was in Miami, I'd be all on the Dolphins train, even with Jimmy G. Because I think, I think traveling across the country is tough for a lot of uh, a lot of these teams, like West Coast teams traveling East Coast, and East Coast teams traveling West Coast. Next up, we got Giants Cowboys. I know you guys are going to be invested in this one. Four twenty-five p.m. on Sunday. It's America's game of the week, right there. In Jerry's world, I'm rolling Cowboys. I think it'll be easy for him too. I'm gonna take the Cowboys. <laughs> I'm picking the G. No way. Guarantee. 
Guarantee. <laughs> I don't know. I think um, I feel like if the Cowboys defense was to show up for one game this year, it's going to be against the Giants this week. They're, they've just been miserable on defense. Guarantee. <laughs> unless, unless Jason I Garrett, think... I would really like to see Jason Garrett go back into Jerry's world and just and pick win. apart the Cowboys defense. I would love that. I just think, regardless of the Cowboys defense, I just think the Giants offense isn't good enough to put up enough points to cover what the Cowboys will score on the Giants. The thing is, a team, a team like the Giants, who actually got some turnovers or like played well on defense last uh, week, if they can carry them this week. The Cowboys are such a turnover-happy team that they might not even have to drive that much. I think they'll give the ball to Daniel Jones in good situations just from their own their own lack of ball security. I think they'll fumble. I think they'll throw Dak will throw an interception at least. I think uh, I think the Cowboys' offense will do the Giants' offense a favor and just give them <laughs> some good field some some good starting field position. All right, last four picks here. Let's do a little bit of a speed round. We got eight minutes left in the show. I want to get to NBA, so. Let's do so. Broncos, Patriots. This one's uh, in New England. Uh, I'm going to take the Patriots. Pats. Pats. And then we got Colts, Browns. This one's in Cleveland. I think this could be a good game. I'm going to go Browns. I'm going to take the Colts. I'm going to go Browns. We got Vikings, Seahawks. This one's in Seattle. Seahawks rolling on. Seattle. Seattle. And then finally, Monday night, Chargers versus Saints. Um, This one is in New Orleans. Uh, I'll take the Saints at home. Saints. Saints. Surprising. Saints playing, what, two Monday night games in three weeks? Yeah. Very interesting. So finally, we got, what, seven minutes left? We got to be mindful of the time because I think the Zoom ends right at 8 p.m. on the dot. We're talking NBA right to end the show. The Los Angeles Lakers are up right now 2-1 in the series. Uh, They had, what, Dominating win the first game, second game a little bit. Game too as well. Yeah, yeah, a little ten point, a little bit closer. Not like not as bad as the first game blow was, but then game three two nights ago we saw Jimmy Butler explode for what forty point triple or forty point double was it triple double 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 triple triple double triple double double. and give the I think think was the first since LeBron did it like back in like twenty whatever back with Cleveland. So, yeah, so it was a big win for them, right? They have Dragic out. They have Bam out. Um, almost no hope, down 2-0, and that was an absolutely crucial win. You can't go down and now, 3-0. And now Bam's back, and Dragic is possibly back. I saw he was going to test his uh, his foot tonight. I feel like he won't play tonight, though. I don't think he'll play. I think it's just a, a smoke screen, but, I mean, the fact that he's even able to warm up is a good sign. So what do the Lakers need to do tonight to get it done? Uh, in your opinion, I mean, Lakers, they just gotta make their shots. I mean, I think LeBron obviously has to take care of the ball better, stop being so conservative and passive. But then, I mean, I think guys like Danny Green, KCP, Rondo, they should make their shots. They get open shots every every game because it's so. They're, the Miami's defense is so focused on LeBron and AD, and they crash so hard when those guys get in the paint that their wings have to make those open shots. And if they don't, they're allowing the Heat just get free free uh, possessions on offense, basically. Yeah, I think the Lakers, I think they're going to be fine. I think that they need to keep getting, like, con- like, contribution from at least a few of their, like, non-star guys. 
each time. Rondo's been really surprising to me. He's played he really well. Last game, last game, He's played really well in the playoffs, though, which has been really surprising to me. It's like yeah. looking like the old Rondo. He's been big with Amy Bradley not playing this ball. I mean, he would have been huge for them in this Yeah, this they could have been really beating up teams. But um, I just think as long as guys like Kuzma, like Caruso. Guys I think like a guy like Kuzma. Well. I think a guy like Kuzma. I think he shot a, I think he scored a lot last game, but I think – he needs to pick and choose his shots a lot better. I think he kind of comes, brings the ball up on a, on a possession or, like, has the ball on a possession just, like, before he even catches it, he knows he's shooting the ball. I think he needs to look to create more as, like, that third kind of playmaker when he's in with, like, Al LeBron. Or, like, if he's in with, like, just LeBron or just AD, he kind of has to be that second playmaker on the court. But also, but also just uh, I think he needs to also – sometimes he looks scared and – Passes That's up what open I mean. shots. Sometimes I think he he pick he knows what he's gonna do before he touches the ball, and whether it's a good shot or not, he shoots it. And that's what I mean. Like he has to like kind of keep his eyes yeah. open for like. Also, though, yeah. sometimes he like looks scared, and he he'll like pass up an open shot. And I just think like he's got to be a little more confident. I know he's. I know it's it's gonna it's got to be hard to play with like someone who's like the greatest yeah. of all time, and you're like what twenty two years 20, old or whatever. 20. But he's got to be more confident sometimes, and you know. If he's got an open shot and LeBron, you know, is over, like, next to him or something, like, you got to take the shot sometimes. You can't always be scared to uh, not pass it to LeBron or, you know. they got to well, be a little bit more confident, but I think they will be. That's what I mean. He's got to be – he got to pick and choose his spots better. Sometimes I feel like he passes up open shots and then takes contested shots, like, back-to-back Yeah, position. yeah, and then he'll take bad shots. Yeah, yeah so we'll see what happens. Uh, so game – what is it? Game four is tonight. Uh, this series – if it goes seven, it'll be during our show next week. We don't anticipate it to go seven. So right now, before we end this show, we got three minutes left. What is your final prediction for the finals in what game, what order? Yeah, uh, Lakers and five. Yankees. Yeah, I, I, I've been so focused. I saw an alert for Yankees about to start. Lakers and five. I'm going to go. With my same prediction from the beginning, I'll go Lakers in six still. I'm Lakers in six as well. We'll see if that's how it ends. Um, tonight's going to be a big kind of indicator of how the series will end. But uh, stay tuned for that. We'll be back on next week, uh, maybe nine o'clock, maybe seven. That's been our. <laughs> we've been going on and off each week, but we're always on Spotify in case you miss it, um, and. Thank you for listening. It's been fun, as always. Uh, WVOF 88.5 FM. This has been Evening Sports. We'll be back again next week. Thank you for listening, and go Lakers tonight.